What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's um, time to play on Love, Life, and All Things Weird. This is your host, Megan Silito, and I am flying a solo today. Um... I am, we are talking about stories. This is our story series and um, we are, today's story series is about money, honey. So we've been talking about on this, on this series a lot about um, the stories that we tell, like how to make stories powerful. Like we, um, many of you know that we have basically um, spent some time with the Wataha tribe and, and we learned a different sort of form of story of like telling it. Hi, Marion. Uh, telling it as far in from a witness perspective, um, and from a power perspective and moving through a story and finding your power stories. And, you know, one of the things that I think that as a facilitator and as a coach over the years is always like, a, um, really going deep and hearing somebody's story, but also knowing when they're using that story to avoid moving forward or they're not actually taking the power of the story. So any place you are still telling a story that has a victim filter on it, you haven't like, you haven't found the power of it yet. You haven't found the magic of it yet. You haven't found the miracle of it yet. And so Today we're going to play, of course, in, in the place where we have more stories than uh, you could shake a stick at. And the plant like, has stories in this area. We're talking about money today. So um, looking at what are the stories you're telling yourself about money? What is the story our planet tells about money? And the funny thing is, right, is money is one of those things that's a completely invented game. Like it didn't exist. Um, you know, back in the olden days, we, you know, traded a chicken for a cow, you know, or, well, we probably had to trade a lot of chickens to get a cow, but we're looking at what, um, this, this, this invention, right, called money that we've used to exchange goods and services so we don't have to, uh, you know, carry those goods and services on our shoulders. Like, have to carry a few dollar bills in our wallets, right? So as we go to the market, or a, now a plastic car. But here, this here, this whole world is of money, and it is a complete invention. Money is a complete invention. And then, ha, we um, uh, let's see, uh, let's see, um. It seems like my, hold on one second. Do not adjust your set. Uh, I want to make sure that my audio is working. Okay. So, um, so then we take this whole other invention and then we invent a story about it. So we have this invented reality called money. Each of us and our family systems, we will invent a story to go on top of that invention. And it's like, I, no wonder money gets so convoluted, right? It's like stories upon stories upon stories. So if you look at what is your money story, what is the story you tell yourself about money? It was interesting um, growing up because my, I was raised by my grandparents. And they were, um, they started raising their little family during the Depression. And so, you know, it's really interesting because their story about needing to use everything and hand-me-downs and, 
you know, what they did to raise a family of, at the time, uh, there were four or five kids. Um, and over the years, they had uh, 14 kids, right? And being able to, like, feed and clothe and send them off to school and things like that. So, but by the time I came along, which I was the 14th, um, there were um, so many um uh, that 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 story, even though my dad was like making more money than he'd ever made, he'd got his doctorate degree, he was working in the higher uh, echelon of the education world, and there was me and a couple brothers still at home, the least overhead they'd ever had, the most money they had ever made, and yet my mom was still operating under the story of the depression. That was the world that she was still seeing. She was making me wear hand-me-downs <laughs> that were like, you know, three decades old because she was still was living inside a different story. And so, you know, what money story are you listening to? Are you still playing out? Is it even yours? Is it your mom's story? Is it the story... Um, is it the story in uh, that was happening while you were in the womb? Like, as I work with clients, I see that so much is that the in the womb, we felt the fear of money. We felt our parents' fear of, like, how are we going to support this kid? And, da, da, da. and so we kind of come out with this energy of feeling like we're a burden or how are we going to survive in this world? Because... There was this energy or this story going on when we were in the room. And that's not, I'm just saying that that's a story that I've noticed a lot of people have and, and share. Um, someone in the chat room is saying, crap, my money story at the moment is I got in a bad relationship and became a bad energy and lost all my money. Ah, wow, cool. So, um, <laughs> so you, if you guys are listening to this, I want to invite you to just maybe write down a, you know, a few words about the current money story, or maybe you have two or three money stories that are playing out right now. It's like, oh, it's hard for me to make money, or um, I'm always in debt. I can't ever get out of debt. Like, what is the current money story that you're playing? And um, one of the things that we can do when we look at a story like that is the first thing we have to idea is that it is just a story. Um, it is just something, you know... Just because something happened, that's the way that it is. Just because, you know, somebody, uh, you know, stole your money. So my original money story, okay, was is that I came home from the state. I came back to Canada for my, between my sophomore and junior year. And I got my first job, a little store, a little country store down the way called the Volmer Store. And I rode my bike to it every day and, um, I had, I I believe it was $600, and this is kind of back, what, 1981 or something, I'm a 16-year-old kid, so, like, I was, like, woohoo, I got money, you know, and I was saving it, and I put it in a desk drawer in my home, in my bedroom, and um, on our farm, there were all these workers that came in and out, and, and family members, and anyway, as it turned out, the money. And so what was the decision that I made from that? Now, that's the deal, right? Whatever happens is what happens with money. And the decision that we make from that story, however, is the way that we tend to now play out money, is the way that we now start to operate with money, is based on that decision. So um, the decision that I made from that story was is that I shouldn't say that, like, if I had too much money sitting around, then somebody would take it. And why would I save it anyway? Because, you know what I mean? And in my mind, I thought, well, gosh, you know, if I had just spent that money, then that money wouldn't have gotten stolen. <laughs> so guess what's played out in my life? <laughs> so it's like when I get money, I hurry up and spend it so no one else will take it or no one else will spend it, you know. And so um, so that is something that, that um, it was a decision that I made from that story. Now, the thing about it is, and this is the thing that I, I say, and this is good news for all any of you and all of you who have money stories currently playing is that one of the things that I have seen prevalently 
is that when people are have a struggle story with money, they often have a hidden capacity with money that they're not claiming. And that's really true. Anytime we have any kind of victim story running, we also have a power story that's right next door to it that is just waiting for us to to tap it, to look really at it and see where is the money. And it's like, it's, it's, and this is why I see so many people hold on to any kind of story, any kind of victim story that they're running, is that they think that it's giving them power. They think that it's getting them out of something. They think it's the same as taking responsibility for your life. Now, this is something that <laughs> that a lot of us do, and I was very, very good at doing this at school, which is that we have this thing where we go, okay, um, no result plus a good story equals a result. No result plus a good story equals a result. Okay, so what does that mean? So I don't do my paper. I come into school. I give a really good excuse about why I didn't hand in my paper on time. And if the teacher says, oh, that's okay, I'll give you an extra day, or she buys my story, at the moment she bought my story, then I started to believe that if I had a good enough story, that it was the same as getting a result. So a lot of us, this is where we can get kind of tricky. have a good enough story about something, we believe that's the same as a good result, right? So it's like, oh, well, you know, my husband left me. I'm a single mom, da, 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 da. Therefore, fill in the blank. Therefore, I struggle with money. Therefore, my life is hard. Therefore. And so that is the same as this result called this is the way that my life is. Instead of looking at it and going, okay, cool. What would I like to what would I like to create? What result would I like to create? And what story would I like to have? And what is the power underneath the story that I have not yet claimed, that I've not yet owned? And one of the things and, and so some of that may not be some of that may not make a lot of sense. Um, like what do you mean there's power in my story? What do you mean there's power in, you know, I struggled with money, my parents struggled struggled with money, my great great grand puppy struggled with money does. And the thing about it is, is that when there's that much suppression, when there's that much spinning, then generally there's this energy trying to rise. Like when uh people have a lot of body stuff, it's generally because they have body capacities, physical capacities. As uh, Suzanne talked about last last time, it's like our bodies are telling stories, right? And so what is, first of all, get like, just like write down like the most sort of unversion of the money story that you're currently running. So go ahead and do that. And, you know, just kind of like play it up like, Yes, money hurt. I never have enough. I'm always in debt. I always da 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 da. Okay, whatever that is. Okay, cool. And then when you know what that is, and you just maybe can put a words about kind of kind of what that story is. Now, where does that story come from? Where does that story come from? Is it actually your Is it your mom's story? Is it your dad's story? Is it granny's story? Whose story is it? Is it actually your story? Cool. <laughs> now, taking a look at it, what is the hidden power in that story? Like for me, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, as I look at that original story, right, what I made that mean was, like, I shouldn't save money. I shouldn't have money hanging around. I should get rid of money, right? That's what I made that mean. Actually, apparently, I have a capacity, number one, to earn money. I have to save money, right? Um, yes, it's unfortunate that somebody took it. But that doesn't mean that's how life is. That doesn't mean that's, like, the end, the end game. 
Like, what if I in that story that I actually have the capacity to make it? I have the capacity to save it. Why didn't I bring that forward? I'm asking myself right now, just as we're all having this lovely little talk. Why didn't I take that aspect of the story forward? So um, <laughs> the other thing that I have as I help people kind of uh, play with this and unravel these things, and I, as a coach, I work so much with money. And no matter if I'm working with an entrepreneur or I'm working with somebody to help them launch their business, um, if I'm working with a couple, like, however I'm working, um, things that I'm always doing is trying to help people, like, shift their money stories. Because the money story, the way you think about it, is what is creating it. It's, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the blueprint through which you're, which the energy of money comes into your world and into life, right? And so, um, one of the things that I, I most often see is that someone, we either buy someone else's version of money, number one, it's not our story to begin with. Number two, we don't realize that it's all an invention, so why don't we invent a story that looks, that works for us? And number three, um, I often see this is that when people have sort of a victim story running with money, it's often because they have capacities with money that they have not yet claimed, owned, and acknowledged. And what do I mean by that? Um, very often, the um, people have capacities with money, with abundance, with prosperity, that are often way beyond, quote, unquote, this reality. So my I have capacities with money. I have capacities to generate and create money uh, very quickly and almost out of nowhere. And it's not linear. I never had like a real linear job. The closest to a linear job I had was a account executive for a video merchandising company. I actually went, this. I had it for two years. I punched a clock. I sat in a cubicle. So I do, I have sat in a cubicle before, boys and girls. This is a very interesting experience. But other than that, like I, you know, I waitressed, I bartended, I uh, sold things. I went, I was a door-to-door Britannia -door salesperson. I'm always generated and created money in very unusual and very different ways and, and not in a linear way, not in a very structured way. So it's very interesting because as soon as myself or as soon as I buy the lie of someone else's money story or how it's supposed by somebody else, as soon as I do that, and then I give up my true capacities around money. So what I would like us to explore um, after the break here is like, what are your powers about money? Now, that could be uh, some other something that happened where you could actually claim owning acknowledge a power that you have with money. It could be that there is a power in the story that you're telling yourself. And like me, the decisions you made were just on the victim side of it. Okay. Or it could be that there is this sort of magic that you have with money. Or maybe, maybe when you were growing up and you were feeling the tension and energy around and how people were doing it, Maybe there was something inside of you that knew that that story wasn't real, that you knew it didn't have to be that way. But then you adopted uh, their story. You adopted um, what they were saying about money. And I got to tell you guys, anytime you take on somebody else's story, it gets super wonky because then are putting out duplicitous signals. It's almost better to have invented our own story and then like find that, you know, kind of work through it than it is to take on somebody else's story. And the reason is, is that inside of us, there is a knowing, there is a perceived, there is an infinite being that knows that we are infinitely abundant, that knows that who we are and what we're capable of, what our capacities are with creating and generating livelihoods for ourselves and we know that so that's you know if you look at the law of vibration the law of attraction that signal that comes from our very being then comes in conflict with the signal that our personality is being putting out so it's like okay well 
gosh, you know, great, great granny was broken, granny was broken, mom was broke, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the broke thing. It's, it's first of all, it's not your story, and second of all, now there's these competing messages going out into the universe, and the competing messages are, I'm an infinite being, I'm a creator, and and I'm, I'm broke ass. Those are the two messages that are going out. And it's very confusing to the universe because the universe is simply responding to our vibration. But if our vibrations are constantly twisted, then our money is going to be constantly twisted. So something for you to think about. We're going to go on break. We're going to begin it in a couple minutes. Remember to write down whatever that story is, whose story is it, where did it come from, and let's find the power in it. When we come back from the break, you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Back to love life and all things. We are talking money stories, and we, um, this is getting the chat room all kinds of stories. <laughs> um, uh, Marion in the chat room was saying that she must, if her, if there's power, in the money story that's happening in her world, then she must be a Rockefeller. And I'm going to say that's quite possible. Because you have to understand, I have a a, a, a mentor, uh, his name is Gary Acevedo, and he used to say that you can always tell the caliber of a person by the size of the mess they make. Well, what does that mean? It means that the, some of the powerful creative force if it's coming through a filter or it's coming through wonky, right, um, it's going to create messes. But the same power we have to create is the same power we have to destroy. And you have to understand that if you are a fire hose of energy and you're not clear where you're pointing that thing, if you're pointing that in um, in a negative direction or through a story or through somebody else's filter, it's going to get messy. It's going to get mucky. Um, but if that same energy is pointed through clean filters, through clear filters, and it's purposeful in its creation, it can create miracles. The same, the same hose that you guys use to create the crap stories with money is the same hose you can use to create magnificence with money magic like we talked in the in the copy for going from tragic to magic in our um in our in our money stories and so the you know is is if you've struggled with money 
then there's an energy with me. Like there's a lot of people who uh, I would say, you know, they don't necessarily have a lot of money, but they don't really have a lot of problems with money. They kind of like live their life. You know, these people, it's like, yeah, they, they live their life. They, they work a job, they, they pay their bills, but, and there's not really this big money drama going on, but there's also not a lot of um, excitement, desire, creation creation going on and that's somebody who doesn't necessarily have a lot of creative energy so they don't have the capacity to make the mess but they also don't have the same capacities to make the magic so if you've made a mess with money okay and if that's your story then there's a magic for you to make with money and it's really about turning that filter or turning those molecules you know four turns to the right to be able to um to be able to start opening up to the magic that you are with money. Now, I'm going to say a few things, um, and, you know, we all have different sort of spiritual beliefs and such, but I I have a, a knowing or a sense that we've had many lifetimes, and um, many as in thousands, hundreds, millions even, like, we've been around, our beings have been around for a very long time, and we've been, you know, exploring consciousness for a very long time, and um, I believe that some of us have had lifetimes where we have had a very powerful money story, i.e. we've made a lot, we were rulers, queens, we, um, you know, we were very successful in whatever way that we were, and then something happened. We, uh, maybe we uh, lost it all. Maybe we used money for power over people. Um, so there were a, some of our money stories have been going on for centuries, boys and girls. Now, if you don't believe in past lives, we also can look at the, the generational lines and, and what stories that have been playing out for a long time in the generational lines. But if you, it, it's kind of like um, there's all these decisions that are made that they become this thing where we implant ourselves or we make decisions. It's like, well, I'm never going to have money again. Like even my even my little money story about having the very first money that I ever made get stolen. Like I literally, you guys, did not spend a dime of that money. Like, <laughs> which is very strange if you know me now because I like to spend money. Like I have got money, you know. Um, but it's like, you know, I I have this way that I can manage money. See, I've made up a story that I can't manage money. That has nothing to do with me. The fact that my money got stolen had no, 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 nothing to do with the fact that I, that my story of like not being able to manage money. However, that decision, that decision has created a lifetime of really, um, I would say boom and bust where I make a lot of money, spend a lot of money. Okay, whoop, got a lot of money again. Like it's kind of facilitated this boom and bust. But we've made decisions. Um, I had a client uh, years ago that she was, I could not get under her money story. Like I, she, she was willing to work. She wasn't like, there's a lot of people in the metaphysical world who want to around and snap their fingers and have the universe provide. That's actually not abundance. It's, it's, it's entitlement <laughs> because we are on the physical dimension. We have physical bodies and we are designed to take action and be creative with these physical bodies. It's about following the energy. But anyway, she's a hard worker. Like she was applying everything I taught her with money. Like, I mean, I was throwing the book at her and like, I've helped a lot of people shift their money and like really significantly like 10 times their income or more and um, could not get it to budge. And then Suzanne started getting trained in the Akashic Records and I started about people making vows in other lifetimes. And I was like, huh, I wonder if something's happening here. Well, as it turned out, I, I got her a session with Suzanne and as it turned out, um, she had a lifetime where she was a slave owner. And when there was this moment before she died that she realized what that her money had been built on the backs of the slavery system and she made a vow of poverty and she never. Uh, and so no matter what, she wouldn't let herself make money in this lifetime. So when that got cleared, when she undid that vow, 
she started to take that very same energy and then it could manifest for her. It could create for her. And this is partly what I'm talking about in looking at the power story. I'd like you guys to look at, number one, like if there's a mess in your money, there is a lot of creative potential. Say that again. If there's a mess in your money, there is a lot of creative potential. Are you willing to get out of the story called I struggle with money and what do you get out of that story? What do you get out of the story of your money mess? Right? Do you have to, do you not have to take accountability? Do you not have to um, make money so you don't have to be the prick you were in the other lifetime? Like what is it, what is the value of the telling yourself with money? What is the value of that? Cool. And everything that is, we're going to uncreate and destroy that. Every, all the value you have placed on your money story, my money story of boom and bust, the money story of poverty, the money story of it's hard, the money story called we struggle, that, that money story, story is it can we return all the money stories that are not ours, that are not our true magic with money. Any story that is not your true magic with money, can we return that to sender with full consciousness attached? And what I mean by that, for those of you who haven't heard that phrase before, is I'm generating the energies that are not ours to go back to the source of where they came from. So they can be, okay, cool, cool. So ask yourself, what magic you are with money? What is your magic story with money? So let's just look at the story from this lifetime for right now. What is the magic in all of that? What is the power in all of that? What can you claim, own, and acknowledge? Like for me, right, the... the <laughs> That I am a generator that no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I can, no matter where I am financially, I can always generate money. Now I want to add that I actually, I actually can manage it. I can actually, and I don't like the word manage so much, but that I have the capacity to invest. I have the capacity to play with. I have the capacity to channel it in ways that create more. What is the magic in that tragic? And at the very least, knowing that there's just a tremendous amount of energy there. Right? And what is the what is the potency with money that your story is currently hiding from you? What is your potency with money that your story is currently hiding from you? And would you be interested in being the magic and letting go of the tragic? Would you be willing to be your richest relative? Would you willing be willing to be judged for having money? Would you be willing to not have a money story to engage people with? Cool. Now what we want to do is we want to take a look at, so those of you who have that, you know, aware in another life or awareness of somewhere in, you know, the generational line where there was a power with money that got bastardized. There's a great, uh, I was uh, on a call yesterday, and by the way, this call was so amazing. I did this call yesterday. Uh, on the Wealth of Being You show, um, it was about creating from the energy of miracles and creating with the energy of miracles. And by the way, um, I'm going to do a three-call series next week um, continuing that conversation. And if you uh, sign up, I'll put the, I'll put the link in the, in the show notes here and also on Weird on Air. If you get this free call, there's a special offer in that call 
to get a program for $97 instead of $147. But anyways, I was in this on this call uh, yesterday, and um, you know, I I realized that um, you know there is like this place in us that um, we don't want to see the miracle of us. We don't want to see the magic of us because it would make us too be. We literally one of the one of the clearings that I used was actually from Dane here in Access Consciousness, and it's the clearing is. What miracle are you not acknowledging so that you can be as unhappy as you are? And if I were to translate this into a money and into a money clearing, I would say, you know, what magic and miracle with money, what magic and potency of money are you that you won't claim and own and acknowledge because it would wreck your poverty and everything that brings up and lets down. Can we uncreate that? Destroy that. Yes? Right, wrong, good, bad, pipoc, all night, boys, shorts, and beyond. Cool. Uh, that little gobbledygook was something called the uh, Clearing Statement from Access Consciousness. You can go to theclearingstatement.com to learn more about it, but I'm basically just clearing energy on that. So do you guys get that? Do you guys get that? Um, that there is this place, any place that we're pulling the victim card, there's power. There's power that we're unwilling to claim, own, acknowledge because we don't want to be that powerful. We don't want to be that magic. We're scared to be that visible. Like there's all these kind of things there. But at the end of the day, is the story really getting us where we want to go? You know? And so looking at, um, oh, like, with with this client of mine, like there was some part of her in that lifetime that knew how to make money. Yes, at the the way of the day was slavery, but her power to create and generate huge, vast amount of money were inherent in that story. You know, like if you have a story in your family line of going from uh, riches to rags, there is power in the riches side of it. Like, yes, something happened and it went to rags, but it's it's so funny how we want to end the story on the tragedy side of it. It's like the story's not done yet. The story's not over. Like, if you look at every single multimillionaire, multi-billionaire, they have all lost massive amounts of money. They have all done like boob and bust. They've all done that, you know? And it's, they just keep playing the game because they know it's a game. What if your new money story was it's a game and it's a place to practice magic and it's a place to own, claim, own, and acknowledge your power, you know? Um, I was thinking about, uh, I was listening to a facilitation the other day of a woman who, um, she was, uh, her, uh, she was so father who had lost all this money, right? And had, didn't pay his employees. And she was so mad at that. And she was so focused on that. But as it turned out, as the facilitation went on, it come to find that her father had made so much money that he had private jets. Her father had made this so freaking much money. And the facilitator said, would you, be willing to ask your dad about what he knows about money. And she was horrified because she was so focused on the fact that it all blew up that she actually gifted the magic. So yes, we can learn from the decision, from the decisions that we make that kind of put us in the poorhouse or whatever. But that's not where we want to focus. Like, I don't want to focus on the fact that my money was taken. I want to focus on the fact that I could make money. I want to focus on the fact that I could save money. I want to focus on the power, and I want to keep powering up the energy. I want to keep powering up the story. So when we come back from the break, um, we're going to uh, continue talking about how to power up your money story and move from tragic to magic. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. 
you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I understand we're having a few uh, sound issues today, so I apologize for that. Hopefully, we've got that settled and you all can hear me now. Can you hear me now? Papa, can you hear me? Uh So, we are talking money stories at Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and... um, I'm wondering if uh, I, ha- I have this uh, this process that I've done um, in the past, and I can't remember, I think it's called uh, quantum jumping. I don't know if anybody's heard of it, but it's this idea of um, when there's something that you're struggling with, um, really like rest assured that you have a talent or capacity that that struggle is asking you to claim own in English. That's the thing too, you guys. If if something's never a problem, you actually don't work on it. You actually don't look at it. I remember there was a, a girl in college um, in my gender studies class who um, did this whole paper, this whole talk on the gift of being in the the gift of being gay, the gift of being in the closet. And the idea is is that when your sexual orientation is different than the norm, it's actually a gift. It's an opportunity to actually look and go, who am I sexually? Because if you're just normal, you don't actually look at what that is for you. You know, if you if you fall into the norms, and I think a lot of times when people fall into the norms with where they are with money, their their money story is what everybody else's is. Okay, I have a job, I have a mortgage, I go to work, I come home, I pay my bills. Because they live in the collective story, they never challenge the story. Those of us who have had struggles with money or ups and downs with money, we tend to um, we we tend to have the benefit of the closet where our story doesn't look like everyone else's. So we. We get to look at it and we get to go, hey, and as and as we get to tell it and then we get to find the truth of it and then we get to create our own story. Here's the thing. We're human beings. We're storytelling creatures. We're going to tell stories. Let's find the magic story. Let's find the power story. Let's look at this sort of unique story we're telling ourselves, in, in this case, with regards to money, and let's find what the let's find the gold in it right and it's like what can we uncover here what can we learn here so this idea of quantum is super fun it's basically going into a dimension time a reality or a lifetime where you have capacities that you have not claimed owned and acknowledged in this lifetime yet 
So does that sound fun? Would you like to claim, own, and acknowledge uh, some energy from a story where you actually um, were uh, knew how to create and generate money? Yes. Okay. So um, what I'd like you guys to do is I'd like you guys to um, uh, just kind of get relaxed, take a couple of deep breaths, close your eyes. Like where, if you're driving, don't do that. But if you're not driving, close your eyes. I'd like you to to kind of ponder. It's like this question of like what magic, what potency with money am I not claiming, owning, and acknowledging? And I want you to ask your being into the place into we're owning that energy, where you were being that. And take a couple of deep breaths in, sensing and feeling the light coming in through the top of your head. Filling out your whole body and being. Allow yourself to begin to see a portal opening up in light. And on the other side of that portal is the time and space, dimension, lifetime, where you were getting, owning, acknowledging these energies. Now, you can play it a couple of different ways. You could do what we call energy pulls and just pull that energy in. Pull that energy into your current to this current time space continuum. And you could just allow and choose and ask for the for the energies of your potency with money to be activated now, to be acknowledged now. If there's anything in the way, really uncreate and destroy whatever value you're getting out of your current money story. The other thing you guys can do is you can hop through the portal into the other life experience and some of you can access that kind of thing and just allow yourself to see and sense and feel the power you had and were able to wield with money, and maybe it wasn't called money in that time, space, place. But that place where you were able to wield wealth. And would you be willing to Allow all of these gifts and potencies to now activate, to generate and create in your universe. And what if What if prosperity is your birthright? What if that's the story that you should be telling yourself? Inside of our very being, there is a desire to grow, to grow conscious, grow every aspect of our life. And this desire to grow requires that we have money, requires that we have wealth. We require wealth. What if that's the new story? 
We require wealth in order to live in a way that allows come all of where what we are capable of becoming. That this desire to create is innate and it is inherent. These capacities are inherent in our nature, in our very being. And whatever the current money story is, whether it's something somebody told you or something you learned, something in your chart, somebody's asking a question about something in their human design. Well, okay, but what's the greater story? The greater story is that you are an infinite being and that infinite being has infinite choice and that prosperity is our birthright and the pursuit of wealth is, the pursuit and being wealth is the only way that we can fully express own claim and acknowledge our capacities because wealth is literally our well-being and what is the truth of wealth for you? What is the truth of wealth for you? What is the greater story? Would you be willing to claim, own, and acknowledge the greater story of prosperity, of wealth, of well-being? Would you be willing to allow any story of limitation to now dissipate? Would you be willing to release and dissipate that story into the earth? The earth is such a beautiful example of prosperity and abundance. The earth does not know lack. It doesn't exist. It's not in its repertoire. All right, you guys. We're coming here to the end of our time. Thank you so much for playing Please, I'd love to hear how this meditation went for you, this quantum jumping into the experience of where your capacities are. Please come play with us on on, uh, Weird on Air with Megan and Suzanne um, in Facebook. I will be posting the event on Creating from Miracles and Magic, and we'll see you next week, you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.